All right, Mena fans, welcome back to Mena Fandom, the Kirk Minahan Show reaction podcast, the number one wrap-up show for the Kirk Minahan Show. I'm Menas, of course. I'm joined by my weekly co-host, Red. Happy New Year, Red. Welcome. Happy New Year's, Menas. Great to see you. I know we are the number one wrap-up show, and I know we're going to get into it, but my God, man, there's a lot of things that you say, you've been saying this week that's been coming up on the show, so I know that makes you excited, and I get excited when I hear that, so... It's good to see you. Yeah. Uh, look, it's just nice to know that Kirk and I have such a close relationship. Um, he influences <laughs> me. I influence him. It's lovely. Um, also, terrific reaction to all the holiday content I put out. Um, you know, I think the, the listeners to the main show I really enjoyed the Chris Clammer interview, the, the Tim and Canton interview, your year in review show with me. Um and then we had Killer on as well, so um, I thought it was a it was a really good week of shows while um, they took a break. It was it was very good. I was hoping I was hoping you'd get a little shout out for that on the show this week. I was hoping they would uh, acknowledge that a little bit, but I'm not surprised that they didn't. But I was hoping they would say something nice about you. No, I don't. Ex- I don't want anything like that. I'm not like Kevin from Bristol or anything. I'm not entitled. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I've started this podcast to have a good time. Uh, as long as people are listening and enjoying it, that's the main thing. Um, oh, and if Kirk every now and then listens and you know takes a few of my takes, you know, it's all good fun. <laughs> yeah, um, team guy, I like it. I'm a team guy. Um, but I did swallow my pride. I thought, look, I'm, I'm not going to just completely ignore the Kirk Minahan network. So I took the time and I turned three of the episodes of last week's show into an audiogram, which is where you, you know, you put the audio on an image and you uh, put it through a program and then, um, you know, I sent it in to Dave and, and I was happy to do that, uh, you know, your episode, Tim's and Chris's. Uh, so I just thought it might be good um, for the network to have some fresh content. I think there was some interesting discussions, so maybe, you know, take it to a wider audience. Uh, but it takes time. And I this is why I want direct access to the network because you and I could be recording this now with no videos on camera off, just like a radio show. We could be taking live questions. I could then strip the audio and release that as a podcast. And it's done like that. Um, But, you know, I I go back to work next week and it's going to get pretty busy. So I'm not going to have time to, you know, put these shows into audiograms because Dave doesn't trust somebody who's been following the show closely for two years uh, to have access to the network. So I, I swallowed my pride last week. And, you know, Dave talked about, you know, having a pretty tough period with his mother-in-law. So, you know, starting 2022 fresh red, there's no animosity, there's no um, hate, but I just hope somehow we can work through this because there's been silence from Kirk, silence from Dave. But, you know, I want to be able to say, do this live with you and we could take live questions. It'd be fun. It'd be like a radio show and it'd give the network um, some good content. I agree. I I would love to be able to get on the Kirk Minahan network once again. I love doing it, Uh, you know, for the hundred or so people that actually watch and enjoy. I think it's it's great. Um, (laughs) I would love, love to be on there with you. So hopefully uh, Dave listens. I know things take time and I know he's had issues going on at home that he revealed today. Um, And I know that there's probably a search for interns that are going to make that a little bit easier because I know as we tape this right now, I guarantee you. No, but uh, see, red, red. Sorry, I'll make it clear. I'm not going through some fucking pimple-faced intern. So <laughs> unless, no, 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 uh, fucking, you've got to have principles in life. There's no animosity, but I'm sick of this. You know, 
to be to be have to wait for them to bring in some fucking stranger intern is makes no sense at all. So no way. But but I mean, they can't give you just the keys to the network and let you be uh, able to. No, it's really easy on YouTube to give someone access to you know go live or do content. You can um, you know wall it off. So you know it would just be to little bits of the Cayman network. So uh, that can definitely be done. Look, I don't want to spend hours talking yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm with you. Uh, it's old news. Um, but anyway, um, you know, there's three shows on the network. If you haven't heard them, you can either listen to them on the podcast app or watch them inconveniently on YouTube where you have to keep the screen open. It's up to you. Um, so, look, there's been three shows this week. I did a show, a little show after the first show of the week. Um, but anything sort of jump out to you, you know, out of theatre named me, it's been a, a constant talking uh, point. We also had Guy Geller who it touched a personal note with me, having Hungarian heritage as well. So, huh. yeah, what jumped I, out at you? So I, I, I tweeted about this earlier this week, uh, and I know some have been disagreeing with me, but uh, Kirk Minahan's show has turned into the at a theatre near me wrap-up show. And I love every part of it. I know that uh, you've been very critical of Chris's podcast, but I can tell you this. Uh, all he does is get Kirk Minahan show talking about that. He gives them great sound. Um, it, gave, it gave them two days of, of sound to react to. And then they couldn't go 20 minutes of the show until they had to get to the Clemmer and start talking about his podcast. So say what you want about Chris Clemmer, but he makes things happen. He brings it and he does something that, Mike Gary hasn't been able to do. Uh, Dave Cullinane has, has even struggled to do. Justin at times has struggled where he's giving us sound and he's giving us content outside of the Kirk Minahan show and he's giving them things to react to. And unintentionally funny is still funny. Now, I don't know if Chris means to do it, but that first show this week on Tuesday of, of Kirk reacting to the sound and going through the rules was some of the funniest stuff I've ever heard. So I, I loved every part of that. I'm sure Chris probably did too. Yeah, you're right. Um, I think it'll wear thin pretty quickly. And I said it on the last show, you know, really now we need something dramatic to happen with um, Chris, you know, to make this interesting. Um, so let, let's see how that plays out. What would you What would you like Chris to do on that podcast, though, Menners? Okay, well, for, for, okay, first thing, I think he needs more live on the spot sound. You know, he needs a little recorder with him. You need some ambience. I want to go on the journey with him. And if you listen to really good podcast narrative style or this sort of style where it's one person, it actually does make a difference if you can be – you can hear the sound of the street. He's outside this theatre. He's describing it. Then he might go in. And what I said to Chris on, when I interviewed him was what you do is you record, say, you know, 40 minutes of that and then you just pick a few bits out and you, you find the best bits and you might talk in between. But I just think at the moment it's very sort of drab. It's just him sort of whining. It really needs Ethan there. If that, if, if Ethan and Chris were doing this, it would be a, a five clamor out of five clamor show. I need, unfortunately- I, I need Ethan to come into this world because you're building up our man, Ethan. Like he, I don't think he's going to be able to respond to this. The expectations are so high for Ethan from you. It's unbelievable, man. Yeah, I don't know. Will he be able to talk with my mouth around his cock as well? <laughs> um, but look, um, I just think it needs to be, look, and it, it does need drama. And I think so. I think more live on the spot sound, um, as Kirk said, maybe talk to some people. Um, and then yeah, it does need some drama. And, and then I think the movie review bit, if he wants to make that interesting, then go to new movies. Because if you're, 
if you're a film buff, you don't want to hear reviews of a movie that came out three months ago because you've probably seen it, you probably read or listened to a few reviews already. So he's just got to go in and go, bang, a movie starting next week, be one of the first to review it. So because he said in today's show it's for film fans. He didn't know that when I asked him on um, my interview with him. He, he didn't know who his listener is, but now he, right. he does know, I think. So, yeah, yeah he, I think there are a few things. Yeah. He did get defensive too when Dave brought that up to him. Like uh, when when Dave was mentioning, it's Kirk Minahan's show fans that are really listening to this. So I think he had to have known. I'm surprised he didn't know, you know, have that idea in his head of who his listeners are going to be. Um, but I do agree. It is tough though because there's only so many movies that are coming out right now. But I do agree that some new movies would be good. Um, and but for the most part, the review really isn't that important, right? It's him going through the long list of rules that he has, or <laughs> describing how bad the theaters are, or the mall um, that he's walking through. I think that stuff is really good and could be good. And like you said, if he gets some sound in person, if he's talking to somebody that's working at the theater, um, you know, that probably would help too. But he also seems very, very nervous on there. Mm. Don't I you think, think it feels a bit NPR-ish? Like everything seems it does. a bit too serious. And like he's reviewing the toilets like really seriously. And it's like, you know, you got to sort of step back a bit, Chris. Like you're reviewing toilets for you. You, you know, you right. got like it's funny. Like you got to make a joke of it. Right. Have some fun. And and I do, I do think that goes back to what Cullinane had said again. Right again, Dave Cullinane, Quantum Week does have an NPR feel. I know that that makes Chris mad, but Matt Carano and Chris Clemmer have an NPR instinct to them a little bit. Um, they're not just going to sit around and bust balls uh, and tell you "fuck you" like you and I do. We just kind of let mm. it fly. We have great rapport. We have a great relationship. Um, I think we would be tremendous on Quantum Week, by the way. But I'd love to be asked. But I think I don't think that they have that. I don't know that Chris has that in him or not. I don't. He's got to relax. He's got to calm down. He's just got to embrace it. And I think he's going to do that. Guys don't give Chris Kramer a lot of uh, credit when it comes to being in on the joke and being self-deprecating. Self-deprecating Chris Klemmer is is a fun guy. So I think he can do that. It's just it's going to take some time. But again, this week has been about Chris Klemmer. Uh, Monday, mm. uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday for sure. Did Did you hear me say on the my this show earlier this week that, that one of the problems for me is that I like Chris and I'm we're kind of now de de depending on his life to fall apart for the podcast to be interesting. Like for the podcast to really hit, you know, something dramatic has got to happen. Yeah, I mean that, that's tough. And Mike was mentioning that too. It's going to be good in a couple of weeks when he freaks out. But I don't. I, I love Chris. There's nothing, nothing bad's going to happen. He doesn't have any, any kids. Um, his wife seems to really enjoy this process and really love the movies. Um, she's going to be right along there with him going, going to the movies on the weekends. I think he's kind of bulletproof in that way where I don't think he's going to get that rattled. I think the things that rattle Chris are those interactions, what he has with Dave Cullinane or Matt Carano, um, or when Kirk pushes back on him, those are when, Chris gets rattled. I don't know that this process is actually going to rattle him. It's going to frustrate him a little bit, but we're, I don't think we're going to hear that on the podcast in any way. So to me, mm, no, that's I, annoying. Then I'm, I'm out. I know. And you're probably going to be out. I, I love movies and I love, I love just how weird this podcast is. So I'm, I'm loving everything that we can get probably next week. It probably fades away a little bit. Um, and then maybe when it fades away from the Kirk Minahan show, maybe the passion for it fades away too. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm loving every part of it, and it gives it gives Clemmer a big platform. And like I said, if if Mike 
and Craig and others could do what Clemmer is doing, which is bringing stuff for the Kirk Minahan show and doing stuff outside. I think of you're show. over. I think you're overstating this. No, I think no, if no, you no, go no. back, I think if you go back and listen, when Mike and Mike differently has tried to keep that stuff separate. So I think it's but a different why? thing. Why? Because it's... because. But I think early on when these shows started, the, the KMS always talks about them in the beginning, and then you know Kirk gets bored of them and it'll go away. But they're all whack packers. Like this is why. Well, this is why I love the Stern show. Like. Mike is a character on the show. Chris is a character. Mm-hmm. So but what you I'm, guys got to bring is, that outside no, of the Kirk Minahan show. Yeah, and I think if you go back and listen to when the BMP started, there was a lot of BMP talk. It, it's I don't nice know. to talk about at the moment. No, no, but there's not a lot of sound to react to. Those, those guys right, don't well, give good sound to react to, and that's what Clemmer does, and that's what Clemmer's I mean, going to continue Craig to do. Craig fucking produced the show for Kirk. I, I was listening to the, the best of, and I was like, what? universe am i in craig produced the show people why people wonder why i get frustrated that i can't go into studio and that fucking dipstick's been in there <laughs> um but anyway um what else chris also twigs up said something that really tweaked me when they said about the covid and the if he can't go to the movies then it stops did you notice how easily that came out and i think now Actually, Chris is rooting now for a lockdown as a way out. I think because then he can he can sort of get out scot free. He can say, "Well, you know, the pandemic, the government shut it down. Um, you know, I tried my best, and you know, it's January twenty eighth. Well, and I wonder too, like how much of it? It's just a realization. I don't know what it's like over in Australia, but everyone here is getting it every single day. Mm. The numbers are going up and up. I think it's just a realization that he's going to get this, and how is he going to pull this off while having COVID? Me personally, like I'm hoping that he's just asymptomatic and he just keeps going and doing his thing because he's not going to be around. He's not going to be around people anyway. So Mm. by the time he's going, there's nobody that's going to be in the theater. So I don't think it's going to be transmissible for him to even if he goes in, if he has COVID. So I don't think it's a worry. So but it sounds like he just knows like there's no way I'm going to be able to pull this off because COVID is coming. It's going to hit me and it's going to be way harder than any snowstorm that's going to ever come is is going to be COVID. that's going to shut this thing down, probably. Mm, yeah, so I just noticed. I think he's looking for a way out now. I think if he, he you wants, think he's quitting. To, Do you think he's out on this? No, thing? I, I, I think he would be really happy if his mum died, and he could say, "Look, I need to take a week off." <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. um, he, yeah, he he compared um, his um, reviews to the KMS calls, which I found quite amusing. He said, "You know, his reviews have become the KMS call segment," and. I must admit the KMS calls are way more entertaining than his review segment. Now they that this 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 I hate and Justin keeps DMing me about this, but the the one star reviews do keep getting deleted. Um, that is a really bad look. I don't know if you've had any experience with this in the past, but that's that's a tough look for the Clemmer deleting those one star reviews. I don't know where you fall on that, but as as a Clemming. That really hurts me. I'm trying not to talk about it too much because I don't like to talk about it. It's hard to defend. But uh, yeah, the one star. I, I don't the- mind him doing that if there's some trolls from the the Minna fan world, and he's legitimately trying to make a a business of this. Then I don't mind that. If someone listens to the show and says, "Look, if I say left a review, Menna's, you know, two stars out of five, um, nice show, but I probably won't be going back." If he were to delete that, I would think that would be annoying. If I were to, if I were just some fucking, you know, high blind Mike and I were to go, you know, Chris is a cockhead and, and that's it. You know, I could see why they, he'd want that removed. 
Yeah, we'll see. Look at you coming to his defense. Now I feel better about this. Now I'll, I'll let Justin know that it's okay. I'm not worried <laughs> about these things because he he does. He's on that beat right now. Justin is on top of it. So Clemmer better watch out, man. Justin wants to get him again. I don't know what's going to happen there. <laughs> um, also on the, the, the Clemmer chat while we're there, he did say he has to get used to recording alone. And I think hopefully he'll get better at that. Like. You know, I think, you know, he's used to being, you know, Robin to, you know, Ethan, who's Batman. And, um, you know, he's got to, you know, do it by himself. And there is some trick to recording just on your own. Well, and I've seen it on your podcast uh, that you've been doing here. When you do the solo shows, I've seen, you know, there's a little quick, there's an edit here and there. Like you're I don't your- edit it at all. No, I'm. But earlier, earlier versions of this podcast, there seemed to be, or it sounded like anyway. Maybe, I, maybe I heard ne- it wrong. Never, never edited. Well, then you do a great job of your pausing. Your pausing and pacing is very good because you can hear yourself give a thought, and then there's a pause, and then quickly into your next thought. I think Clemmer just kind of lets it flow right now, and that's probably the nervousness of him just rambling. Um, but if he, he could do a little bit of editing here and there, I don't think there'd be any shame in that either. If he's doing a solo show where he can kind of get things concise and, uh, you know, cause he, he is nervous. There's no doubt, but this is week mm-hmm. one. This is week mm-hmm. one of a great podcast he's doing huge numbers, I'm sure. And he's got sponsors out the wazoo. So my, my man is printing money right now. Uh, there, I don't think I don't have any doubts about Chris. <laughs> He's got that sweet tutu as money. Oh God! So there, I don't think there's anything he can't do. I mean, he he's first week he's got multiple sponsors. That's something that others, again, Mike and Craig, have not been able to pull off. So I, I you know, I don't think I think the sky's the limit for the Clemmer. Absolutely, yeah. um, and I look. I'm with Chris on the solo stuff. When I started podcasting in 2013, if you'd said to me you have to go and record a show by yourself, I would have been petrified. But right. one of the things I've tried to do is, you know, get better at that because, uh, you know, once when I was cricket commentating, uh, one of the commentators didn't show up, and I had to do like three hours of cricket commentating by myself and you end up having these sort of weird back and forths with your own brain, you know, trying to sort of argue with yourself. Um, but look, it's, it's challenging. So I think you'll get better at it. The, the one thing I will say is Kirk is amazing at it. I took some tips from him, like the pausing, like don't be afraid to pause for a second and gather yourself and continue because it sounds better than just rambling. So hopefully Absolutely. Chris gets that. Yeah. And, and you know what? Kirk, Kirk is really good about talking to guys on the phone. I enjoyed it with Guy this week. Um, I, I have to get this take out there before I forget it. Um, Mike is very was very, very disrespectful to Guy. And I don't know if Mike's going to listen to this. I hope he does. But he needs to slow his role when Kirk is on the phone with somebody. He needs to step back and let that man operate because Mike was very disrespectful to Guy. And then listening to the 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 you know best of year in review podcast listening back to mike interrupt and then ruin the dale arnold call he absolutely ruined he got very defensive about that mike needs to chill out when kirk's on the phone and let him go because kirk is very good about that when he's on the phone interviewing somebody and mike has a tendency to ruin that all the time he gets very confident for no reason at all mike gets this irrational confidence he steps in there and he totally blows it, and he almost ruined it with Guy. Guy is a treasure. I don't know how you felt about that Guy conversation, but my guy, my man, Guy, is a spitfire. He is a ball of energy, that guy is. My guy. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, it's a, a lot of empathy. I mean, he was born in 1936 in Hungary, and my dad was born in 1938 in Hungary. You know, my dad died 20 years ago. It was like 
you know, it was, it was quite a moving talk. So you're right. Uh, Mike, you know, it was very disrespectful. Kirk brought it up on Thursday's show. And, and I, I wonder where that disrespect comes. I wonder if it's because Mike has been so constantly or consistently disappointed by, you know, older figures in his life, um, you know, his parents, maybe his grandparents, apart from his grandmother who's battled through um, horrific cancer. Um, but, yeah, stage four, I, I think, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I don't know where that comes from. But, you know, I found Guy really interesting. I think uh, in post-production, Cullinane still could have bumped up Guy's audio. It's not that hard to do. It probably would have taken oh, him maybe 10 minutes hey, to do it. But hey, I, could, hey. I could hardly hear the first bit. I had to go into a quiet room. Um, but really enjoyed it. And I think I was actually looking on the Magnolia Times or whatever, Gazette, uh, looking at Guy's column yesterday while I was at the cricket. So, yeah, he, he touched a, a, a place in my heart. And, and so I, I little shots at Dave Cullinane there too. I, I saw uh, your tweet earlier, uh, I think it was yesterday, coming after the Cullinane, coming after my guy Cully about bringing up WEEI ratings and talking about Boston Sports Talk Radio. I mean, what are you, mm. what are you doing here, Manners? What do, you, what do you expect Dave Cullinane to do? He's got to talk about that. That's an hour and a half show. It's going to come up. What, what, do you, what do you want him to do? I think it's boring. I mean, who cares about AAF or EEI? It's a worldwide podcast audience. That was, you know, Kirk left those stations, you know, four years ago. I mean, it's so such old news. And Angle uh, Kirk said it in, I think, Wednesday's show. He said he sometimes forgets it's a worldwide audience. And, you know, obviously Dave doesn't think about these things. So um, but, I just think, who cares? Like, who do you, I don't care what EEI's ratings are. It's old news. When Kirk left, they died. Story's done. And the but that's story true. continues. That's true. I don't I don't care about radio ratings because it's a dying industry. I don't care. I really don't. But you know, and I know, if somebody was disrespectful to you like EEI was, you would hold a grudge forever and you would talk about that forever. Yes or no? You would talk about that shit, Menners. You get mad in, at everybody. In, 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 in 2022, I'm trying to get better at You're that You're trying stuff. to be better. Yeah, new year. I'm new trying year, to be year. better. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I'm trying to be better. So, so he's going to talk about peaceful. these things. Yeah, sure. And I just, I just think it's boring. It came up again today. I mean, uh, yeah. Look, I can have my opinion on that. Um, they talked about Carabas today as well. Um, and I don't know if you heard me say in my show, but I think I nailed it. I said Barstool is trying to find out what Jared's worth. Obviously, Jared's asking for much, and they're saying, okay, let's go to the market and see what the market thinks. And Portnoy basically said that, you know, if he can get – Tons of money somewhere. Good. Let's find out. But what is he like? What is Carabas really doing? Like, who's he going to go around to and try to get money from? Because he's got that barstool thing on him where ML, you know, the MLB network is going to give him a hard time. I think that's where he's going to end up. I think he would actually be pretty good on the MLB network. I just don't know that they're going to allow themselves. I mean, the Red Sox would be mad not to employ him as a fanboy i mean but they need a younger image he could be a commentator they could stick him in the the booth with ei he could do tons of stuff he could run their socials yeah that's true i like i do think and i kirk poo-poos this and he doesn't think this would ever happen he thinks that ei would never actually think of this which i don't know it doesn't take a genius to think that you're at a failing radio station the best way to do something to make a splash would be to bring in Jared Carabas. It's not no, like but they Carabas. brought in parole. They brought in parole. They've already thought that clearly well, they would have brought in, they would have brought in, but they would have brought in Carabas if he was available. Clearly it was like, well, okay, we can't get Carabas. Let's get his offsider. Who's not as good. Right. But now Carabas is available. What I'm saying is, is it's, it doesn't take a genius to think of that. I think he would be actually, he'd be great 
for EEI because they're absolutely failing. But and he could still do radio and do his podcast. I think what he'll end up doing, he'll be part time at Barstool. He'll still do his Section Ten. He'll do his Ortiz podcast. Um, and then I think he'll do whatever he's going to do. I'm thinking for the MLB Network, but he would be great for Nesson. They need they need something because uh, it is a, it's nobody's watching and nobody's listening to EEI. So what John Henry owns, Carabas would really help that out. And Carabas isn't some kind of a, a spitfire. He's not um, he's not controversial in any way. I no, mean, he's, not at all. He's, He'll tow the company line. If the Red Sox said, don't say absolutely. controversial thing under contract, you say, no problem. Just let me hold their penises once a, once a week and I'll be fine. But the, the downside to that is, is he's just going to keep coming on KMS and I can't have that. I mean, the only thing I want him on KMS is for when he leaves Barstool and he gives Kirk the exclusive. But Carabas shows are the worst shows of KMS. They're almost as bad, almost as bad as a Kirk and Steve show. Kirk and Steve show was the worst show, the worst version of KMS. Uh, Carabas is is close to it, but I, I just can't. I'm I'm enjoying still not having Carabas on the show. So I hope this whatever this is, this negotiation continues and Carabas stays away. Let's let's hope for that. I'm sure you he, agree. I agree. Yeah. Any other show talking points that you want to touch on? Um, yeah, from the week. Well, so my my thing with the show, which I love, is that they keep talking about Chris Clemmer. But where does it go from here? I don't know. I don't know how you add to it, um, but I'm loving what the show is doing. I'm loving uh, what Mike is bringing to each show. I worry about Carabas coming in and what that's going to do to Clemmer. Hopefully they give Clemmer Wednesdays. Um, I do love that they're doing Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I need. I think they need to continue to do that. But there's got to be something more when it comes to the show and characters to react to, whether that's hopefully they can bring in some interns uh, with everything going on with COVID right the, now. The network, the, the fucking network, The fucking Red, network, just the spell network. It out. Okay, the network, of course, they got to add those things. So there's, there's things that they're missing, even though this show is still very, it's great. There's things that are on the Why would you say no to free work, Red? Why would you say no to free work? Why would you say no? Why would you say no? If you're Dave Cullinane and somebody who you can trust who's experienced wants to help on the network, why would you say no? Well, I think you're right. You know, where do they go? I mean, maybe EEI's ratings will come out in two months. That's where they can go. Or, you know, (laughs) Bruce Springsteen will say something controversial. I don't know. No, 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 no. Now, listen, this show is already on a heater. It's already very good. I'm just saying there's going to be other things that add to it. I think the network would add to it. But you've got to have some tact, my friend. you got to you got to talk to Dave Cullinane a little differently than what you're mm. doing right now. I love Dave. You're tagging Kirk in, like, every tweet. You're, you're killing me right now, man. you got to change it up. you got to change up your stuff. But I want to hear from the boss. We haven't heard anything about this from Kirk Seamus Minahan. I want to hear what our Lord decrees. It's his does, network. Does he DM you at all? Does he talk to you at all? I feel like he's ignoring you. He's completely shut you out, which is weird because. Well, we communicate off Twitter. It's mainly through um, text messages. Okay. Um, no, oh. not at all. We don't have any contact at all. Well, um, I think he's we, we used you to. Out. We used to have a lot of contact. Um, well, he can freeze me out, whatever. I'm still going to do him in a fandom. Um uh, one thing I do want to touch on, it's a tricky subject. You know, they say don't talk about religion, but, uh, you know, Kirk opened the show. He went all in on the Catholic Church. He went all in on religion. I imagine for a lot of you God-fearing Americans, that was quite confronting. Uh, he uh, he basically feels exactly the same as I feel about all this stuff. So you don't need to hear me say it, but I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, my mum was brought up a bit strict Catholic and it was hell 
um, you know, er, you know, just about every um, you know second person I know who went to Catholic schools, you know, knows someone who was fiddled with. I mean, um, you know, Kirk nailed it all, and um, yeah. But how, but how do you think that would would be received with Minifans? Because I know a lot of you, and there's people here that are dumb enough to believe in God as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I think a lot of. Are Kirk, you religious? I guess I, put it out there. You... I am not. No, no, no. I'm mm. not. I'm not like that. I I'm certainly was not born Catholic either. Uh, I've ha- I've had my issues. Everybody has. I think. I mean, I was with, with circ- I, I was circumcised and baptized, so my bets are hedged. But. Um, <laughs> That, you know, that wasn't my choice. Um, but, yeah, do you th- how do you think that would have um, gone? Because I'm sure there are a lot of um, God-fearing Mina fans. Yeah, but, you know, I think that I think that hits home with a lot of guys like Kirk, and Kirk's audience uh, grew up like Kirk in the Massachusetts area um, as Irish Catholic. Um, you know, a lot of the listeners can appreciate what Kirk is talking about, and I'm sure a lot of former Catholics, um, people who have left the church, feel exactly the way that Kirk does. I did like that Kirk was able to do that here in this. I did not expect it at all, but he was able to actually, you know, put some language on it and put his real feelings out there and put some heat on it, which he wasn't able to do at EEI. Uh, But it's too bad. The only downside is, is I wish there was an opportunity for him to do that, where he could get people calling in, get instant reaction to what he's saying and get those people who are mad about what Kirk is saying so he can react to them um, and have them on the phone in some way. So mm. I wish there was a way to do that. I don't know if you can do that on YouTube live when he's just motherfucking Catholic church up and down, but I wish you could because um, that would be very good. And he was able to do that on EEI a lot where he would talk about the Catholic church, not in that way, but he would be very critical of it and they would call in and he would just absolutely beat those dummies down. So that's the only thing that you're missing from that, but it was a great 20 minutes. It was a great warm up before they got to Clemmer talk. Uh, I loved every part of it. Um, I'm sure others didn't, but I think most did. I think that hit home with a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I am, um, you know, Dave Cullen's usual idiot. So out of touch. He says, Oh, you know, you oh, still, I'll go to church when I'm dying. I mean, who do you think fucking like 20 year old kids now, when they're on their deathbeds, are going to go to fucking church. Are they going to be fucking Instagramming live their last breath or something, you idiot? No, no, you're coming at Dave Cullen, and this I feel like you're projecting right now. I think Dave was very good in that. He was giving his perspective. And plus, Dave was great on the show today going at Chris Clemmer. He's, 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 he's always great. Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, you really like him. He's it a was a guy. dumb thing. I just think that's a dumb take to think that. People in the 21st century, as they draw the, the, about the die, still want to go to church in this day and age. I mean, uh, you know, the new generation couldn't give a fuck about fairy tales and hocus pocus and shit like that. Well, maybe, maybe Dave, maybe Dave lives in a world where he's got a lot of people that go to church and he sees that. I don't know. I, I don't okay, see. Well, I'm, I'm close to his age, and I don't see that on my side of things. I mean, you know, there's still people that zoom into church. I think that's mm. been going pretty well. There, there's a small section of it, and maybe it'll take off again. I don't know, but they've got a long way to go. But I, I don't know. I'm, I, you can't come at Dave Colony for that. He was just All trying right. to well. Let's, let's leave it by. Let's leave it by. He's, he's trying to. Add- I don't want to get bogged down in anti-religion talk because we've got some good stuff. All right, so we've got some um, any any more show topics? Because otherwise, we've got a couple of questions from one of our let's head listeners, let's and then we've got some reviews. Okay. Um, do you do you have that one from Francis that I sent you? Oh yes. Let me pull this up here. Now, did you want the review or the question? You want the, question? the questions first, then we'll do reviews. Okay. Where's this is from go? Francis. 
You go ahead. I don't. I don't know where. All right. I'll go. At. I'll do it. I'll do it. Oh, there so, he is. Yeah. All right. You go. There you go. Okay. I got him. Okay. So, my man Francis here. All right. What would you have planned if Kirk brings you in for this into the studio for a show? That's the first question for him. You want me to keep reading this because that one right there, I need to know. Menners is what would you do? Because Mike brings the laughs. He said Chris brings a game, and Jared brings nothing. So Menners. What would you do when you come into the Kirkman Ann show? Well, I, I think the first thing you don't want to do is go in with some pre-planned, pre, you know, pre-planned conception of what little shtick you want to bring. I think that's actually a big mistake because it's Kirk's show. You know, if I go in there wanting to have a laugh and do something and he starts off getting stuck into the Catholic church, well, all of a sudden I'm like, well, it's going to be a bit weird if I do my little bit or whatever. So I think the opposite, I would just go in and react to Kirk and have a good time. We'll see this be myself. What, yeah. But this is what I worry about. It would be entertaining. It would be entertaining, be engaging. I would challenge Kirk. I think a little bit more than some of the other co-hosts he's had. I maybe wouldn't be as deferential as some of the other co-hosts. Yeah, I might but, intention, intentionally annoy him to see if, uh, see how that would go. So you did have a good, you had a good interview with Kirk. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be smart. Mm. You had a good interview with him on your, on one of your former shows. Um, and it felt a little bit NPR-ish when you were talking to him. It was a little bit but more the, relaxed. But it was supposed it. to be. I wasn't doing I a relaxed chat. I didn't want to do that. Tim and Steve can have that. I wanted to do a proper okay, interview. Right, well, don't get of, the of my, No, I'm telling you. I wanted to interview oh. my radio hero. Here, I would tell his story. So and it I was going to be that, a bit more rigid. I wouldn't I go into the. I wouldn't go into the studio and so start good. interviewing him. Well, that's what that's what I worry about. I want to make sure if you go into the studio, if you get the opportunity, if you were to go in there, you couldn't have that same that same shtick that you had then. You'd have to come in a little no. bit differently. That's all that well, I'm asking. Bob, that's right, and oh. he'd probably want to ask. It's his show. I mean, I, I'm sure he'd think if I'm coming in, he'd bring something to the table. I mean, it's it, it's the, it'd be the you know Kirk Minahan show featuring Manners. Yeah, and I I think I think I think that. Uh, I don't think Kirk actually really likes you, so I think it would be pretty contentious. I think I think he would be very upset. Uh, eventually, he'd get keep going down the line. I think it would be pretty so, bad. So it you don't good. think Kirk really likes me? No, 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 no. I don't. I think I think Kirk hates our guts. I don't think he likes us at all. I don't think there's any there's any mistaking that. So I, I it would be great to listen to, but I don't think you'd last very long. I don't think I would last very long. I think he would. Try I think to Kirk. I think Kirk respects me. You think so? Absolutely. I don't, think so. I don't Absolutely. Think, so. I think he respects my unflinching loyalty, my un, um, unflappable content production for his show. I mean, he's, he's you know, his fans. Um, sure. I think he respects me. He likes me. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm being mildly facetious. I don't sure. think he'll let me stay there and, you know, have hot chockies with him. And to be honest, I'm a bit like Kirk. I could think of nothing worse than staying at someone's house. Give me a hotel. Give me my privacy. Um, so I'm with – but, yeah, I think Kirk likes me. Yeah, okay. Well, I see. I, I Going in there, I think you have to bring something different. You have to bring something what all those guys, I think, do really well. I think Dave Cullinane does a great job of questioning Kirk, pushing back on him a little bit, does that more so than anybody else in the studio. Um, I think he's also a great punching bag. Um, you can really just beat the shit out of Dave Cullinane, and he doesn't get defensive like Steve Robinson. I think Chris does a good job of being there with his pop culture references and being there to be able to talk movies and TV shows. Uh, and Mike is really quick with a joke, so you got to be able to do those things. I don't think Chris... Um, you know, I've heard from others that have said that Chris isn't very quick with a joke as Mike is. 
Um, and I think that's a little unfair because I think Mike has had so much, so many more minutes, so many more hours with Kirk. So it's a little bit easier. They have a really good rapport. Um, they work well off of each other right now. I think they got a little groove going uh, so that those things take time. But it's hard when you're going in there for a one-off. But I think I would absolutely crush it in studio. I know that for sure. Kirk would hate it. I would love it. Dave Cullinane would love it. But Kirk would hate it. But I would absolutely crush it. I think you would do a great job too. I just don't think it would be an hour and a half show. I think I'd probably give like four hours. I'd probably get 30 minutes tops. I think you'd probably get an hour in. Um, that's just no the way. No, no, no. We would have a great old time. Kirk, All right, you know? Maybe, maybe. Um, Francis has also asked, um, you know, what, what it'll be like if Kirk and I were bunking in together when I'm in the U S but clearly that's a joke. All right. So <laughs> let's get into the reviews. Some great reviews on, um, the iTunes, um, page. So firstly, this is five stars from Bubba Roki, men fan. Menas does a great job reviewing KMS. His passion for the show is so high and correlates to his humility. Menas is a good broadcaster. He always keeps me interested. Thanks, Menas. And thank you, Bubba, wow. for the review. Wow. That was great. I've got a, I've got a great review here. Uh, I got to read this. This is, uh, this is from T-Bones412, and I believe that might be my brother. My actual brother, I might that might be Sheldon. I think that is because this reads like Sheldon. Um, it's two star, which that's rough. That's rough that it's a two star. Um, it says Menners is a fuckhead. That's not good. Um, I've always been a red guy. Menners is podcast COVID. Uh, that's that's hurtful. That's unfair. I mean, I appreciate that. Are he's you a sure red guy. this is Sheldon? It's because it's, it reads because like he Sheldon. was begging to come on this podcast. I'm not going to let him on now that you've revealed that that could well, be that, him. Listen, that's my brother. You got to have Sheldon on here. I no, think I'm not having him on. If, if I'm uh, no, you know, if he's going to go, if he wants to go and um, you know correct that review, okay, um, when that surfaces, he, um, he can come on the show. But um, I'm afraid um, that's a that's an fucking out for Sheldon. I was well, going to line him up for next week so he can stand, fucking stay on his tractor in North Dakota and plow well, the fucking fields and listen to us instead. God bless um, T-Bones 412. I love that guy. Thank you. Red guy. All right. Another review. 80s Villager. Five stars. A room for improvement. Men Menas is one of the few in this orbit who isn't boring and stupid. Well, thank you, 80s Villager. <laughs> One aspect he could improve on is speaking out against the right-wing stupidity that pervades the orbit trickling down from, from Jerry as Kirk capitulates to it. So I'm pretty sure I know who left this review. It starts with Zed and he appeared on the rundown. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, I, um, I do not... Um, want to get into all the politics stuff. I mean, they, there are a lot of news topics they hit on that I just let go through to the keeper because in the end, if I've got nothing to add to it, what's the point? And this show is about fun. This is about Minif inside Minifan stuff. I, I don't know about you, Red, but I, I'm me. I don't sit around with my friends talking a lot about politics. No, I couldn't. I couldn't stand to do that. There's nothing I want to talk less. Probably, probably COVID. You know, politics, COVID. Mm -hmm. it all it all wraps up in the same thing. Couldn't care less about those things. That's why I love the Kirk Minahan show because it's an escape from all that bullshit and it makes fun of all that bullshit. Couldn't stand any part of that. Now, uh, there was a question from Killer Kowalski. I don't know if you missed that. You must um, have. You must have. I don't. I don't think you would do that on purpose. But Killer Kowalski asks us, "Why does Cully hate you so much?" And I know that's directed at you because I know Cullinane loves me. He's a big, he's a big red guy. So uh, why, why do you think Cully hates you so much, Menners? 
I don't think Dave hates me at all. I think he, again, respects me, maybe admires me. No, I don't think it's hate. Matt, I, as I said, I think he's a little bit threatened. That's all. What? I mean, threatened of what do you, what do you, what is he threatened about you? What, what do you... I, I don't know, but it's weird because I think if he, if, if I open, if maybe he feels if he opens the door with the network, Kirk sees what I can do, and then Kirk starts to think, oh, you know, wants to bring Manners in as my head gotta, producer. Yeah, you got to bring that guy over here. We'll set him up. We got to get yep, him on off. Exactly. Yeah. I can yeah. see that happening. Yeah, he's scared for his job. I don't blame him. I don't blame yeah. him. I mean, you're a, a lot of kids. Def- mm. yeah. yeah. No, I think Dave and I get on fine. <laughs> you know, he had all that stuff with his mother-in-law. Sounds like he's had a really tough couple of months. And um, uh, yeah, you know, I just hope that you know, 2022 can bring new beginnings. Uh, as I said, I'm trying to, you know, I, I unblock some people. That fucking idiot caught me in a hand after oh, our. Little, I unblocked him. Um, I did. I did mute him, but anyway, it's fine. Thank you. That's um, fine. That's fine. Thank you. For doing that. <laughs> so yeah, that. 2022 is about new beginnings and you know less enemies. So um, I, I don't. That's, I, that's my know, plan. I got a feeling that next week you're gonna say something about Dave and his family. I just got that feeling. Dave's gonna do something stupid. He's gonna he's gonna anger you, and you're gonna say something. I don't know this this new manners. I don't know if I like this new manners. This cuddly, friendly manners. I don't know if I like this guy because I, I can see this turning very quickly. This is not well, good. Anyway, well let's yeah, let's see. Um, I'm gonna I, I'm just gonna be myself. As I just I don't I don't want to hold grudges. You know I'm not. You heard me. I just don't want to hold grudges. Hold on to the hate for so long. Um, that that's all because I think it's unhealthy. Uh, you know, I do it here. You know, I do it here all the time as well. You know, sure. and I, I just, I just want to. You know, I think we've he- heard Kirk in the last couple of years get better at that stuff. And you know, like um, most things, I'm gonna, you know, take his lead and do the same. Sure. Yeah. I, I don't know who's who's stealing each other's stick. I don't know if it's you or him. I don't know if. I don't know if I'm talking to Kirk right now. You guys are like the same guy right now. This is unbelievable. <laughs> All righty. Well, on that note, Red, any uh, final word for the listeners before we sign out of Minifandom for this week? Um, please, folks, keep the questions coming. I love those questions. Uh, looking forward to the shows next week. Hopefully, hopefully we can get on the Kirk Minahan Show Network because I would love to be on there with you, Menners. Um, mm. I know Mayo, our boy Mayo, probably wouldn't enjoy that. I don't care. Um, you know, that's the one thing I love about this show is saying whatever I want and Mayo can't respond. So I, I hope that we can get on the Kirk Minahan show network soon. And I'm sorry, we almost got through the show without me mentioning Mayo. I can't believe I did that. Now he's going to be very excited about that. Mm-hmm. God damn. Yeah, I love Mayo too. Love I Mayo. Know. All right, everybody. Well, um, send, send in your reviews, leave reviews on the iTunes show. Fuck Sheldon. Uh, you can't, oh. and we'll be back next week. My brother.